Hey there, hi and howdy everybody, it's your boy JRG. We got another episode of the Geekdom Underground podcast today. We're really excited about today's episode. We're going to have some great conversation, but first, before we get started, um, yeah, it's me. JRG. Mr. JRG in Marketing the house. manager here at Geekdom, podcast enthusiast, and uh, bringer of all the good vibes. Who are you, sir? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Good morning. This is Philip Hernandez. I'm COO of Geekdom, and I'm excited for today's episode, Geekdom Underground. Today, we have a really exciting guest, Berto Jolliffe. Yeah, Berto Jolliffe. Jolliffe, yeah. yes. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I go by uh, Roberto Jolliffe, but, you know, people, my, my friends call me Berto Jolliffe, so I think we're all friends now at this yeah, point. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> we're spending every Wednesday together. Dude, yeah. once you walk through that door, dude, everybody's friends. <laughs> I but, like that. But, you know, um, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Um, so, as you all know, this is our episode two. Episode wow. two. This is only this is our amazing. second episode. Wait, that's, that's I'm right. glad. I'm glad to be the second second person on this. That's, that's right. Because we had a podcast for a while. It's called the Coffee Club Podcast. Didn't dig the name, so we made a new podcast, Geekdom Underground. This is it in our beautiful podcast studio location. And it's actually underground. Underground. Like, that's exactly. it. That's, that's pretty dope. See, you're yeah, getting, I like it, you're getting it. it. Yes. I was like, came down here. I was like, oh, this is actually underground. <laughs> is this right. your first time in the studio? Yeah, this is my first time here, man. Like, I, I was like searching. I was like, I walked into a. An empty dark room, and I was like, "Yeah, is this where the, this is? What's going down?" I was like, it's really underground. Yeah, you're just yeah. in there with flashlights. Like, like oh, welcome, welcome. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, this is the pre. But no, de- definitely a lovely studio. And I, no, I appreciate both of you guys for having me and just he- being here for the Geekdom community. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and you know, um, as we all know, everybody, even all of our fans that are watching, that the uh, here at Geekdom Underground, our mission is to keep Geekdom rad. Hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag rad. Hashtag keep geekdom rad. That's true. So y'all make it happen out there. Um, so without further ado, let's let's get it started. So, Berto, could you please tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah, my name's Roberto Jolliffe, or Berto, as like we just discussed. Um, I'm just a, a guy that loves tinkering. I love innovating. I love finding things to do. Um, I'm married, have a, a wife and three kids, so just uh, two daughters, a 10-year-old, a 6-year-old, and a, just a new baby boy, Bo. Uh, hey, she's congrats. seven months old. So, yeah, just... Say the ages again. 10 years old. Uh-huh. Six years old. Uh-huh. And seven month old. Oh my god! You know, just a spread. I need to learn about different <laughs> technologies and where yeah. these kids are going in the future. So <laughs> yeah, this is all for uh, research purposes. You yeah. know what I'm <laughs> man. So a family man. I know you got a lot going on too. Yeah. Um, I was I was going through uh, your LinkedIn. Definitely. And you have been all over the place. So can you tell me a little bit about your journey? Man, so um, basically, I, I just I started off like like everybody else. I just kind of went to school. And then um, one of my friend's dad owned a, like a tech company in El Paso, uh, Fort Bliss. And I was like, hey, where do I, where do I go? Like, this is 2009. Yeah, what, what, what's the field to look into? He's like, IT. Okay. And <laughs> I just thought I went and got my master's. Uh, I got a master's in business um, information technology management. And then kind of yeah. just went on that road to get into IT. I was like, whatever way I could find to get in there, that's how I'm going to get in there. And then just working through the government, started off in the DOD side just working my way through that, and then I ended up back here in San Antonio. So I'm a military brat. I grew up all over in Fort Hood, Colleen, Fort Sam. I grew up by Kirby, and then um, just went back to El Paso for high school and then came back this way with a job opportunity in the government. And, um, yeah, I transitioned from there to USAA. Like, everybody's like, why are you going to leave the government? <laughs> I was like, man, I just – 
I feel like I hit a plateau. And, like, when I yeah. feel like I hit those plateaus, I have to bounce. Like, you got to keep moving. Yeah. Every yeah. two years, I try to, like, set goals where I need to at least increase in life or increase, like, my experiences. And I have to, like, go. So I jumped into USA, started off in the call center there, and was there for about, like, a year and a half. And then through mentorship, like, great mentors and um, just ideas, like, I'm – I'm like the innovation king up there. And like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> bragging, but yeah, I mean, that's how I got off the phones. It's just yeah. constant ideas, thinking outside the box, looking at ways um, to try to think of processes from different perspectives. And um, I never had that opportunity in any other job to like my voice be heard. And that, it was just a cool experience. And that just lit a spark in me to keep going. And that's what got me into it. And um, yeah, started off like kind of mobile performance testing apps. So I tested like all the apps that came through, USA, anything like stress time, load testing, network, just to make sure that things are like running smoothly in your pages. Your app is pulling up in three seconds on your phone. Like, boom, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that just led me to more innovation aspects and roles. And then, then the, the, the philanthropy, not the philanthropy, but the business going into the business of just like eventures, that was just like, Hey, I had it in my head and I was like, man, um, where, what else can I create? And I just wrote it down and I, I, I had this vision, but I didn't have the dots. I didn't have all the pieces to the puzzle. And I was like, I just know I have to figure this out in some way. I don't, uh, from the background where I came from, like there's not many people that are doing tech, like in my family, like they all yeah. came from military and nobody's like doing tech. So like when I'm in like sixth grade on eBay buying sprint PDA phones, and they're like, why are you getting a phone with a screen and a sliding keyboard and like a solitaire? I was like, I don't know. I just think this is going to be the future. I think this is yeah. going to be cool. So I would just buy those things off of eBay when I was little and just like playing with that. There's nobody that like kind of pushed me in that. I just liked doing that all the time. So it was like, I just have to be my own head and just focus and stay forward, like stay the tunnel and have blinders to what people are telling you. Because if people don't understand things, they're going to tell you like, hey, you shouldn't go down that. Like that seems complicated. And I'm just one to just take that chance. Um, when I, when I look back in life, uh, when I, when I, when I die, like I want to know my kids have a legacy and I look back and like, there's no what ifs in my life. Like, Hey, you did that and you tried, you failed and you you learned a lot from it. You gained a lot of networks. You gained a lot of friends. And yeah. And that's where, that's where it led me down the journey of adventures. Um, we were just out. I just thought of the idea. And then we, you know, a friend of I, a uh, friend of mine, Roderick Burke, he's one of the, uh, marketing officers for adventures. We were in Thailand and you know, on those trips, is it just gets crazy. You're just, like, out in the world. You're away from society. You're out vibing. We're eating good times, drinks, things of that nature. Man, what do you want to work on? I'm like, man, I've always had this idea of this app. Like, it's called Adventures, but I I don't know. Well, here's a couple flows. Man, that's pretty good. Like, I'll, I'll pay half. Like, let's bootstrap it. And let's get it started. And, you know, I don't know in those conversations, you don't know how people, like, are just talking. And I was like, yeah, nah, maybe he's just talking. Mm-hmm. We get back a week later from Thailand. He hits me up again. Hey, are we going to start that? I was like, oh, oh, you actually you're believe. For real. Yeah, like, you're wow. for real. Like, yeah. And we went in half and started the business from that point on, just building it out step by step. And um, I just tell people, like, hey, man, like, you don't have to know everything. I think a lot of people wait. And waste time. And it's, it's a mental aspect. Like, it takes a while to build that up, like, mm-hmm. for you to believe in your own self mm-hmm. and just go. We didn't know everything. Like, I have my IT tech background, but there's not a lot of processes, of, I mean, pieces of the whole process that I knew from end to end. Yeah. And um, we're self-learning. We just jumped into, like, the on- online Y Combinator, meeting different people. Um, I mean, that's how I, where I met um, Dirk Elmendorf, like, in that just reached out in the community, posting in a forum. And that's why I just tell people, like, just reach out. You never know who's going to, like, say something. And what's the worst they could do is, like, ignore you or not yeah. write back. Like, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, 
at least you know you tried. And that's that's where that whole journey came from. It's just like, hey, like just try. Like that's yeah. all you have to do. I'm I'm just that type of person. Yeah. I just, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna figure out a way to make it happen. I'm gonna knock on all the doors and then once it fails, I'll be like, Well, that was cool. Like I met all these people and now I know like if somebody asks, I could tell that to somebody else. And just to showcase, like, hey man, like we could do anything. Like if you really just put your mind to it and you really just dedicate, you could just jump into anything. I just yeah. I do the same. It's just with any aspect. I, my wife kind of hates it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, you just go down these rabbit holes and you just like, just get, yeah, I get so in, involved. And I, yeah, I think one time, or not, I think like in 2019, I literally just kind of went out to LA and took classes like at Groundlings just because I wanted to do improv. And that's where they said improv is at. And mm-hmm. that was one, one of the greatest I've never like left. I never went to a traditional college. So I went to like online school and <clears throat> night school and community college during the day internships. Like I interned at a radio station and as a business major and it's just random things like, yeah. like, why are you doing this? Cause uh, I, I, I just said I wanted to learn the business side of radio, but I really just wanted to be on the morning <laughs> show and learn how it operates. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I take dives into things and I just want to learn like the whole ecosystem and how it really works. Cause if you don't know how it works, you can't play in that game. You can't understand how these people are positioning themselves. Like yeah. when you go to LA, you understand like they have their own, legal laws for actors and stuff like that. And Texas doesn't. So mm-hmm. you do a commercial here, you don't, you won't get paid, but in LA you have to get paid. Like, Oh wow. Yeah. You have to get paid if you do any type of commercial. So there's different ecosystems and different laws that apply to different areas. And I don't know. I just like learning that stuff and just trying different things. And it's just all about creating connections and memories. Like, yeah. Great experiences. You, uh, you had said that you're somebody who, you know, you just dive into things and go down these rabbit holes and stuff. Does that always work out for you? No, it, it definitely doesn't. <laughs> it definitely doesn't. I think um, I, I have this brand. I do like um, briefly blunt clothing. I do like I used to do this same. Well, I still do it here and there. It's like a, a message of the day. And I just do like, hey, this is Berto. Back at it again. It's briefly blunt with Berto Boucher. That's my Instagram tag. Hey. Um, yeah. And I just did, 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 a, <laughs> did a message every day. And then I just created merch. Like I was like, oh, well, you know. You think you have a supporter following and people like you can do mock-ups of shirts and people. Like, oh, yeah. So I went out and ordered like a hundred shirts and then uh, screen prints and things of that nature. And you're like, oh, yeah. Hey, everybody is for sale. And it's crickets. crickets yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, I remember you said you wanted a shirt. I got them. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> nobody wanted. Yeah. Nobody like nobody bought it. And then you just kind of pivot from that point. Like, yeah. and that's where. Even in that aspect, I still like to create because I like I just come up with ideas for like designs for shirts and clothes. And I was like, I want to wear my own stuff, too. Like people are getting paid to wear brands. I want to wear my own brand. Yeah. And I just kind of shifted that idea from doing that manual process to Printful. And that kind of helped me. Like I was like, OK, I could design and I don't have to lose as much cost because, yeah, I learned my lesson. I'm not going to invest like six hundred dollars in that. I could just invest like 50 to 100 if that. And then they yeah. order them whenever they want and mm-hmm. whenever they're ready to buy. And that worked out better for me. I made yeah profits off of that just doing it that way and it's just all like yeah you take an l but it's like trial and error yeah yeah an l doesn't have to mean like you lost like you could take a a lesson from that l like you could literally learn from it and yeah it's all about perception like half class fool like how are you going to use that loss to help you better your future? Yeah. Like maybe I didn't make money, but I, I I got something valuable, which was advice that I can give to other people. It's a lesson learned. Like I can definitely not do that again in the future. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Dang. Birdo with 
redefining the, what it means to take an L. Yeah. L is the lesson. <laughs> L is the lesson. You're taking a lesson every time. That's, that's what's up. That's I, awesome. I think once, and if you break it down like that, mentally it, it helps people because people are afraid. And it's understandable. Like, there's a lot going on in the economy where people don't want to spend that extra money or take that chance. But um, sometimes you have to. Like, yeah. you just got to and you have to accept. What I usually do is I accept uh, all the consequences up front. Like, I accept all outcomes. So if I'm jumping into something, hey, I know like, hey, I potentially could get, uh, yeah, lose a lot of money for this or like, yeah, I might stumble, but I accept that when I jump in. Like, yeah. hey, either I'm going to drown, I might drown. Hmm, well, yeah, it's part of it. And I accept that from the beginning. And I think once you accept your losses from the beginning, just like an investment, it's like if you're putting money into Dogecoin, <laughs> accept that you might lose that yeah. money. So 100%. Yeah, yeah. If you're putting money there, like, just accept it. And I think yeah. that's what some people don't accept. They're like, oh, well, I thought I was, I was supposed to get something back. You, a lot of people think they're owed something and. Yeah, life doesn't owe you nothing, but yeah, just that's, breath and <laughs> wherever your next destination is. But yeah, yeah. that's hard. Just setting those realistic expectations, especially when you have your eyes on the prize and like, that's just what you want to go after. But you got to remember it's a package deal. Yeah, like you, everything there, comes with it. There's good with every bad, like, and that's what I think. People will just look at the good, and yeah. you you got to understand. There's always going to be sacrifice. There's there's time like. I mean, I've sacrificed time away from my family. Like, I know there's moments where I could be hanging out and chilling, but in my head, I know this is a sacrifice. Like, I, I'm a history buff, so I love the History Channel. Like, yeah. the History Channel has these new series on. Like, it's like, yo, know, how were the, the titans of America or the cars that built America, the food that built America? And, like, I study that. Like, that's, like, I don't know. I just love it. Like, I love yeah. hearing those stories of how Honda and Toyota was made, like, just a – persistent guy like trying to create a motorcycle and he like got turned down and turned down and just this he kept going down this way or how Kellogg's made cereal like it just those little stories add up to like the bigger picture so I think people don't realize especially in today's society like you want things now you want to be famous now you want to do this those guys put in work for years and then it just looks like I mean those little events added up over time to paint that big picture on that empty canvas yeah so it's just like you got to put in the work and you're not going to win all the time. You're not. Like, that's just, that's the way of life. And once you accept that, like, I think life becomes peaceful after that. You're just yeah. like, okay, well, that sucked, but uh, what's what's next? And yeah. that's, I mean, my aunt had told me that in the past. Like, there was moments where I was down about, like, just the journey. And, um, yeah, my, well, just to, I don't want to down the mood, but, yeah, my father passed away about seven years ago. Random. Random. Uh, I was 25 years old at the time. Damn, passed sorry. away. No. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, it was, I, I didn't know that was going to be the last time I see him at my daughter's birthday party and things of that nature. It was a rough time, but yeah. it was just a transitional period in life. And then like my aunt asked me like a couple years ago, she was like, what was the worst thing that ever happened to you? I was like, yeah, uh, well, my dad died. And then she was like, what happened the next day? I was like, I, I got up and I just kept going. Yeah. She's like the next day you kept going, you kept going. Yeah. It sucks, but you have to keep going. You got to, you got people that are looking up to you. You got people, things that you have to provide for in life and yeah that it's going to be a tragic moment but you have to keep moving in any aspect of life so i relate that to that like can it get worse yeah it can but like what happens next is how you carry after you move to that next level yeah that's powerful very yeah that's really inspiring um and you're very lucky to have that kind of a support system around you especially yeah. during a time like that um i think that that mentality though started a lot earlier with you because you had said that like you know nobody was really putting you into it or 
or pushing you that direction. Yeah. You wanted that. And then nobody told you to go talk to your friend's dad about what should I get into? You wanted that. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from that? Like what drives you? Um, I think what drives me most is like inability to access things. Like since I was little, like my family doesn't come from much. Like we don't, we don't come from much and just career opportunities or just life. Like, but I always felt like nothing could hold me back. Like if I could dream it, I could believe it. Like I, if I, if I think that it's attainable, I'm going to go after it. Yeah. And yeah, there's always going to be naysayers. And I think just those people just like, they gave up on their process and that's not me. Like I'm going to go down my own process. But yeah, ever since I was little, I've been that same, I'm going to try this and go And my mom. Yeah. Me and my mom butt headed a lot. on <laughs> yeah. This. yeah. She's one, me and my mom have a competitive aspect and like people don't get our dynamic of a relationship sometimes. Cause like brother and sister that kind of go back and forth. Like yeah. she'll challenge me. I think when I was like 17, you know, you think you're grown. Yeah. You're going to pay for the phone bill. Oh, you think you're grown? You could pay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I could, let me see the phone bill. Oh, my line is 10 bucks. I could pay that anytime. Oh, you can't pay for your own. It's just more. It was like a competitive push in that. Like I always seen that. Like I would see people like, Oh, they like, I used to love the Honda Accord, like 20, it was like the 2007 or five Honda Accord. And I was like, man, I could want that. I could go get it. My mom's like, oh, can you? I'm like, mm, can I? <laughs> yeah, so those, like, it's just a challenge of, like, people thinking I can't attain, and yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Like, I'm going to show you, hey, at least I attempted or I got close, or I even did more. Like, yeah. and that drive always pushed me further. Like, it's, I was always the underdog. Like, yeah. in all my situations in life, like, I wasn't a jock. I wasn't the top person. I wasn't, like, the most wanted, but I just know, like, I knew my value since I was a little kid. Like, I was like, no, I, this is the life I'm going to live when I'm 20. This is the life I'm going to be when I'm 30, like whatever. Like I just knew in my head, like I have to do there and I have to put in some type of work. I don't know how, but there's going to find a way. And I think I'm, I'm a big uh, believer in energy. Like if you're putting that energy out there, like people will find you. Like if they yeah. know your purpose, they know your drive, like they're going to come and they're going to see it. Like I, I noticed that even in LA, like you could be like the lowest not most famous person, but those people that are famous or they have those like the blue checks or whatever, they'll come and support. Like if they see you really grinding, like I started working and some of my friends and networks like, yeah, I know you're like really trying to do acting or you're trying to do commercials. I know somebody at this event that's doing something. Maybe you should go there and I'll tell them like, put your name on the list and you just go network from there. But it's just, Hey, just give me that little, that little inch. And I'm just going to, I'm yeah, just going to mm -hmm. make it, make whatever happen. And that's, yeah, that drive is since I was little, like, you could call my mom now and she'll tell you like you've always <laughs> had I've it. always yeah just either yeah. making music like studios and trying to rap or do different things I loved art since I was little so always in art competitions and yeah I just I'm just a creative at heart so I'm always trying to find ways to express myself either way and just be kind of outside the bunch like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be the black sheep but I'm gonna be a cool black sheep like I'm gonna be over here and just doing what makes me happy because at the end of the day like life is about what makes you happy some people get caught up in like trying to make others and yeah right on when you, uh, did you ever, like you had said, you, you mentioned acting a couple of times and, and also LA and things like that. Did you ever pursue that dream? Um, I mean, I pursued it and it's I, like here at the JCC and, uh, like the Northwest military, there's a yeah. JCC. Yeah. They have like an acting class there. Mm -hmm. And I started doing that like 2017, 2018. And it was just rant cause I wanted to do it. Like <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. literally just like, Oh, improv. And I saw like people do improv there and monologues. And I was like, well, at that time I was like watching Netflix heavy. I was like, yeah. man, I 
was like, how do you write a show? Like, I see all these shows get on Netflix. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could just write one and like just I just want to understand the business and just like the 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 way it works. And so that's I just started taking classes for like a year, just understanding that. And then um just I mean just the opportunity that I was I was on the Spurs commercial, I think twenty nineteen. Yeah. That's so awesome. I did the spo- the Spurs spoken word one for their season. Like, hey, get your tickets. Like it was like some super spoken word thing, but like it just happened like I was in the class. The teacher was like, Hey, Spurs are looking for actors. We auditioned and bam, like and it's just like those opportunities. I don't know if it's luck or right place, right time. And yeah. I, I think life is a big proponent of that, like being in the right place, right time and Somebody walks in the door literally like, hey, we have an audition for the Spurs, and you want to do it? And then, yeah, just taking those leaps. Like, Hey, but you had to put that energy out there. Yeah, you know? true. Like, you had to, they came, you put that energy in the universe, and it, something was attracted to it. I believe in that kind of stuff, too, yeah. so that's awesome. Yeah. And I, that's, I, I feel like that's why I tell people, I'm like, if you're doing something wholeheartedly and you're genuine about it, like, it's going to come to you, like, if you really put in the work. But you got to put in the work. I know a lot of people see, like, mm-hmm. stuff like, oh, you just got, like, I was literally taking classes at night, like, doing things like studying, writing my own scripts, meeting up people after class, going to like, like meetup groups, whatever I could find, like I'm going to find those networks and I'm going to like just dig in and just try to be a part of that community. So I'm not disrespecting their, what they've been doing, their craft. Like yeah, a lot of those people have like crazy passion. Like I seen a dude like memorize a monologue, a 10 page monologue in a week. And then he did it in class. And then the teacher was like, yo, like, I never heard you do the accent. And he did it all in a new, he never tried this British accent before, but he memorized all 10 pages in a British accent. And I, did, I couldn't even tell the difference. And I was like, well, hats off to you. I'm going to yeah. stick to just doing commercials. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those are the, those are places like when you take these chances, that's when you find yourself, you find what you're good at and what you can't do. You're like, well, that's yeah, that's literally not for me. I'm, that's good. I'll stick yeah. to just doing short lines, five, <laughs> ten lines, and uh, yeah, you can stick to the monologues. But you wouldn't know unless you tried it. You know, yeah. getting out of your comfort zone and like just putting yourself out there. And I think a lot of people are scared of like looking silly or failing. But like, hey, like you said, you know, this is a good thing that comes from taking an L sometimes. You know? Yeah. And my yeah. mom, my mom is that. My mom is in a New Yorkian, so she's gun ho gun ho hard and like, hey, you're gonna try this. And I mean, since we we're little, she's just like, I don't want to try that food. Try it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> you don't know if you like it. <laughs> you just think you don't like it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, let me try. Oh, that actually was pretty good. Like, yeah. I didn't know. Like, I would have just looked at it disgustingly for years until, like, maybe it was on a freaking, uh, I don't know, you're at a resort and you're like ordering everything in the resort. Like, I'll try. Because I do that at resort. So if I go to so all inclusive, I'm ordering everything. Like, yeah. My wife doesn't like try it. it all. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try everything. She's like, that's just such a waste. I'm like, we already paid for it. It's here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like maybe that might make me like something. I could go to a bar or restaurant in the future. I'm like, yeah, that was actually pretty good. Let me get that and try it. So yeah, it's just, just trying things, man. Like don't be so like, you got to be humble and just be like gracious. Try the things you can spit it out, throw it away. Or you just take what you can from it. Like it's cool to pull little gems out of things like just in the journey and apply it to your whole infinity stone hand like the yeah, just like, <laughs> i got this gem from this and now i'm the ultimate of whatever like yeah like tried all the things yeah he tried all the things and i mean some people don't like that some people like like I, I guess you would say um some people like you to be singular and sometimes i think you can be a pluralist and you can do many things yeah. and be good at many different things and if that's what you like like i would i would definitely be more impressed if i saw a juggler juggling three things instead of one like, yeah <laughs> For like, sure. Yeah, if you're just like, oh, okay, you just struggled one thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, like, what else can you do? Like, I don't know. Like, I would just, I, in my mind, in the way of life, though, how I think, yeah, that's just how it works. 
So let's talk about that also. You said that like when you go traveling places, you want to try all the things, or if you had an all-inclusive, you want to try everything. So on trying new things, let's talk about e-ventures. Definitely. So uh, first off, can you? This is this is your moment, dude, to give a plug. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit what is e-ventures? So e-ventures is a um, it's an app that helps connect local people with local things in their own city. So it's like the local you don't know. Um, and how we use, utilize it is just like finding those things, those niche events. Um, just so have y'all, as y'all heard, yeah, we found the Ninja Turtle pizza party in Atlanta. Hey, yeah. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Dude, we knew that was going to drop. Yeah. We had even said that's going to, that he's going to say so, it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we had the cheese pizza here, it'd be like just bring the whole vibe. <laughs> but tell us about that. But yeah, it's just people finding those, those things that they didn't know exist. Like the Ninja Turtle pizza party in Atlanta, like the guys just found it on the app and they pulled it up and they went and they're like, people were dressed in costumes and cheese pizza was there and things like that. And then even my aunt has friends in New York. Like I let her use the app, and she was like, yeah, they said they found, like, this art museum that was in their building. And it was a building they worked in, and they didn't even know there was, like, a museum at the bottom. And it's just uh, it's un- it's kind of like an Uncovery Discovery app. It helps people just uncover things, even in my neighborhood. Like, I didn't know there was a light show that was going on, and it was, like, just three blocks down. I didn't know there yeah. was a light show. When I drove by there, I was like, oh, there's actually a legit light show back here. And just finding those things and helping just – expand the reach and awareness for those like small mom and pops and just businesses. Like when people come here to San Antonio, like, yeah, you're going to tell your friends, go to the river walk, go to the Alamo. What else? Yeah. There's more. I mean, we have the big lose. We have so many different restaurants and places that are coming up like pinch boil. Like people could come down there and check that out. Like, they may not know of it all, yeah. but we could provide that and help just illuminate the map with just more options instead of like, oh, yeah, the generic events, the top 10 Google searches. Like We help showcase what is the local culture of every city. Yeah, and that's, that's super important, especially in a, a downtown like ours where there's so many different activations and spaces that Definitely. you wouldn't expect. And, and, and then we're, we're just a growing community. The way I look at San Antonio now is like Austin is uh, San Francisco. We're Oakland. So we're going to be taking in that traffic, too. There's so many people coming from Seattle, Portland, L.A., um, all of West Coast, New York. Like we have more and more people coming to Central Texas and Central Texas is booming. Mm-hmm. And, but I want to just create that experience everywhere. Like I think we should be like the next spot for people to come visit. Like the, yeah. the I met some people that came down here. They're like, man, San Antonio is pretty dope. I was like, yeah, there's a lot to offer here. Yeah. It's not just a small city. Like, or, I mean, we're a big city, but we have the small city vibe. So a lot of people are like, oh, there's not much. I was like, there's a lot actually going on. You just, you got to find it. And when Ventures helps, like, just cuts through all that and find it easily. You know, I mean, man? it's it, a lot of the stuff that you'll find when you do a Google search. It's like people are throwing money behind that stuff, right? That's it's the big restaurants. It's the big well-known brands that are like, hey, we'll throw 500 bucks behind this. And when someone Googles whatever, we come up first. Definitely. And like, that's not a genuine experience. And yeah. through your app, through, through eVentures, it's like, hey, like, let's find the cool stuff that like pe- the real people are doing is genuine. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah, that's what we encompass, like with the algorithm, we help source all that information and put it on that landscape. But then we give the opportunity to the community, like, it's for the community, by the community. So it post your own events on there, the rock and roll concerts, the the kitty cat parties, I don't know, mm-hmm. random things. Like it's cancer season. Oh, we're having a cancer season party this month or something. Like, Just post that. That gives yeah. people random things to do because some people get tired of doing the same thing. And you want to find more things. You want to find family events. You want to find things even in your neighborhood. You know, I know you don't want to drive so far sometimes. Find something down the street. There's new bars. There's new – It just it just helps light up those places. Like – those are places that are looking for people to come in and we're providing that like, yeah, hey, come find it here. 
Yeah. That, well, that Dave Matthews Band ice cream social that you wanted to throw, <laughs> you could you could finally post it. Finally, <laughs> and, man, and get it out there. Vince has it for you, man. Dude, I love that. <laughs> yes, the Dave Matthews Band. The Dave Matthews Band ice cream social, man. That's is, it, is it theme flavored ice cream or like more? <laughs> no, it's just that there's more. Song. You pour the chocolate sauce in the space between, dude. The different see? ice cream. And if you spill it a little bit, then the ants will start marching. Sorry, there was, oh, a, there was a joke in there somewhere. We we tried. We tried. We tried. Hey. We're just keeping geekdom rad over here. But uh, so, Berto, can you tell me um, why do you think that's important? Like, why do you think it's important to highlight the alternative the, the events. alternative events versus like the thing that you would see anybody would see coming to San Antonio? I think it's very important to highlight those events because it shows like the the breadth of every culture in it. Like it's just not even San Antonio. Like the app could hit Houston, Dallas. It's in those we're like in forty different cities. Yeah. But it just showcased like, hey, I want I want y'all to get to the culture faster, especially if you're becoming a, a new transplant to San Antonio. Like why wait a year to find something? Like we can yeah. get you to that place now. You could be a part of the conversation at the uh, I don't even know the. Cooler talk anymore? Is that even a thing? Yeah. Has that died for COVID? I'm, I'm not sure. But yeah, like and maybe you want to be a part of that conversation with your group of friends that you're like, yeah, I was there. I was at the event. Like I found some more cool stuff. Like I'm new and I found more cool things than you. Like yeah. you've been here for five years and I I know where that is. I, I, it just helps connect people, connect the dot of each culture and community that much faster. Yeah. Because um, when I'm new to a city, like when I'm traveling, I'm searching through trying to find like the essay current of the city or. The, the local radio, like I'm not, I'm not trying to sit by a radio and wait for, yeah, oh, well, oh, this commercial. Let me look forward <laughs> to find this event or this thing going on. I want to get to yeah. it now and quicker, and just eliminating those barriers or impediments to people's life, and just get you to those places sooner and faster, and just connecting yeah. the dots. That makes that makes a lot of sense because, like, if I'm just thinking about just in our city in San Antonio, and like if somebody's coming here to visit and they go to the Alamo or the Riverwalk. Those places are great. They're yeah, awesome. They're beautiful. They they do what they do. But um, but if you go there, you're going to run into a lot of other tourists. And <laughs> but <laughs> eVentures kind of brings out those events where you're going to run into the locals and the people that the the true culture. So yeah, and definitely. I mean, in in 2016, we had the Final Four here. I had a lot of friends come to San Antonio. What's there to do? What's going on? And they a lot of them just went home. They just went back to their hotels because they're like, well, the river and the Alamo, uh, Riverwalk and Alamo was packed. I didn't know where else to go, so I just stayed at home. I'm like, yeah. got some food at, like, McDonald's or Pizza Hut or something. I'm like, there is so much. There is so many. Yeah. I saw Shaq at, like, a bar, and Shaq was just chilling. I was like, man, if somebody knew Shaq was here, like, they would come over here. It was, like, the yeah. bar was not even packed. Like, he was literally just chilling there, smoking a cigar and or hookah and kicking <laughs> it. And I was like, this is in San Antonio off of, like, I think it was off of 281 somewhere in Stone Oak. Dang. And nobody knew of this event. Like, we just yeah. randomly just went there. But, like, yeah. if you're not in the know, you wouldn't know to show up to these places and see other things and try other food. Sure. Yeah. So, just, it, it helps. Just, it, it, I really put on the community because it is. It is for the community. Like, the whole the whole ethos of Adventures is, like, for the community. We were trying to build and bring awareness because, mm-hmm. like, like I said before, like, I'm the underdog. I've always been overlooked. And, like, these places are overlooked and they're not seen as much. And they offer great food, great services, and great there's great things to the, the culture. Like for me, I, I'm a Nama commas, uh, Nama ramen. Like I'm a ramen connoisseur. I go, whatever city I go to, I'm trying ramen every city to compare it to Nama. And yeah. like when people come in town, they're like trying like regular Chinese or Japanese food. I'm like, nah, you got to go to Nama. Like 
I'm gonna point you over there. That's the spot. Yeah. Nama Ramen has like the best ramen I've had in my life. Really? Shout yeah. out. Hey, Nama yeah. Ramen. Where is that? That's off of Babcock, like kind of like Babcock and Days of Allah. They just opened up like a new spot, kind of down the street. But dang, the, you get the shoyu ramen or the spicy karage chicken ramen, like that. Nama uh, Ramen. We got to get them on the Geek to Underground saying, <laughs> podcast. Yeah, they're, they're, they're homegrown too. Uh-huh. They're they're grown out here. They, they have a family business and. It's just things like that, like people yeah. don't know, and like once you get a taste of that, like you're like, dang, I'm gonna come back more. I'm gonna yeah. send this to my friends, and I, I like to promote my friends and my communities and other communities. Like, yo, yeah. these are people actually. I, I have an admiration for people that just jumped off the porch or just like went down their own journey and took that took that leap of faith and started their own business, started whatever. I'm a I'm a I'm a proponent of just supporting people, so I'm gonna yeah. go support my friends, even if you only sold five shirts. I'm gonna buy one. If mm-hmm. I see you really passionate about it, like that might spark you to go harder. Yeah. I, I think just showcasing love to your friends. I think people don't give their friends or people in their community roses. They will rather promote somebody like in another city. Like I'm like, you're promoting somebody, but you have like a friend or a, a company that does that in your city. Like, why don't you Here. promote them? Promote yeah. that. Like, and you can promote that in every city with adventures. Like you can promote those companies and then people can get access to it immediately. Yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. You talked about um, your trip when you were in Thailand and you were with your friend, and that's kind of how eVentures really started to take some steam from there. Yeah. Um, can you talk about, like, I think w- based on our conversation, I think that when you were in Thailand, you already had the idea. Where did that come from? That idea <clears throat> was kind of like in my head for a while. And then even more so when I was in San Jose after the Facebook conference, I was literally just like, man, like, I want to find more things to do and I'm not from here. And that's when I ran into that DJ and I'm really cool with that guy today. Like I have him on Instagram is DJ Nico. Can, uh, you, can you share that story? <clears throat> yeah. Can you share that story a little bit? Tell us. So, about so you were traveling. So I was like at, on a work conference, uh, Facebook conference in San Fran or San Jose. And I was out there for about three days and the conference had just ended. And those conferences usually go from like eight to five thirty six. So I'm walking around downtown and I'm looking for things to do. I'm trying to find something, but then it looks like a ghost town. And I was like, man, like, isn't this like, it's Friday. Like what, what else is going on? Nothing to that, that I know. Cause everything shut down there at seven or eight o'clock. So I was like, well, everybody, I ran into one guy. He was kind of weird. This is a full story. <laughs> yeah. I ran into one guy. Was, he's like, looked like he just got out of work. Like he was working the convention and he was like, yeah, man, like, um, yeah, like just, you know, there's stuff to do. This, this, this. And he's like, yeah, just follow me down. I was like, nah, man. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I was like, this seems too sketchy. I was like, uh, nah. So I went down another road. I was just walking down the streets downtown, like just going up and down the blocks. Like yeah. literally, I was just like, I want to find something. I'm out here. I'm not going back to my room without finding something to do. Yeah. And I was walking by this ice cream shop. And then I was like, man, I see this guy. He looked like he was on a mission. Like he was going somewhere. And I was like, he's with another friend. I was like, hey, hey, uh, what, what is there to do down here? He's like, oh, yeah, man, there's this place, a restaurant called Taco. And at 10 o'clock, this uh, restaurant turns into a club, a bar thing. He's like, just follow me. I was like, okay. Went there. He's like, uh, I, I guess he was known. Like, he, he, I was like, I'm going to take his word for it. Like, he let him cut the line. I came with him. We got inside the club. And I was like, man, this is crazy. Like, how would I know about this if I wasn't from here? And, like, he just connected that dot for me. I was like, how do we get access to these events in a better fashion that I don't? Because I, I was searching Google, and I did not see that. Like, I didn't. 
it doesn't say on Google, like, hey, after 10 o'clock, it turned into a bar. Like, oh, yeah. how would I know that? Like, I don't, yeah. So that guy led me there, and I had a great time there. Like, it just, they opened up and showed me love, and I got to see the Bay culture. Like, that That was, like, they were really on the, like, uh, Mac Dre and all that. Like, just coming from Texas and being in, in San Jose, seeing that whole Bay Area culture, I was like, oh, okay, they are really about this Bay life. And I'm, I'm brought into their culture. Now I'm learning their music. I'm learning what they get down to and just getting my uh, my mind open to other experiences. And I was like, how would I find that? And that's where the adventures came up. I was like, there has to be a way we could connect the dots here. There's one thing I'll say is that, like, that takes a certain type of person to, like, go up to a stranger and be like, what's popping? You know, like I feel like I'm that kind of person. Like I, I'm pretty extroverted. I go out, Hey, what's going on? You know, make friends wherever I go. But there's people that really would love an experience like that, yeah. but they're not going to go and just talk and follow yeah. uh, a person they just met. So like, this is kind of giving, it's opening up that experience for anyone, which is really cool. Yeah. And like, there are people that are introverted, like you, like, like you said, and like, don't like to go up. And that's, that's me. Like I, I want to be adventures to be that guy that's walking out the bar. Mm. Like it's the guy that's walking out the bar and you see him like, Hey, is it good in there before I pay 10 bucks to go inside? <laughs> yeah. 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 It is good. It's yeah. Just go in there. It's pretty good. The, the music's great. That's what I want adventures to be is yeah. that middleman to let you know, like, Hey, it's safe here. It's comfortable. Or Hey, there's actually a good thing going on in here. You just don't know. Yeah. So you don't have to waste your time or money. Like uh, not enjoying that experience, like fear of missing out on that. So I want adventures to connect those dots and like help people that do have those issues of they're not able to reach out or they're, they're afraid to talk to people like, mm, okay, well, it looks like there's people here and I don't really have to talk to them, but I, now I could see visually that there's something going on and I could take that chance on my own to go to that spot. Yeah. Because also for that DJ, maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't have an outlet yeah. to let people know that this thing was going on. Mm, that's true. Man, yeah. it, you got to wonder. I mean, I'm now wondering, but you got to wonder where that first guy was going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where would you be now Dude. if you followed him? <laughs> what know? if it was like to like a super exclusive like Grammy party? Dang, like, he's like, yeah, that guy didn't want to come. I was trying to invite him to <laughs> yeah. all. Dude. Yeah, oh, no, no. <laughs> he was like the Tiger King before he got famous. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no, dang, yeah, no. I'm glad I didn't go down that road. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was like the movies, like literally, like it was dark, ominous, like it's getting the sun is setting. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm trying to wait for the train or bus or something. And then he just walked around to some corner. He's like, yeah, like, just come this way. And I was like, nah, uh, this is where it all ends. Yeah. Like, this is like, <laughs> I think there's, I think everybody has those moments. Like those guys you see on the shows, like, huh, should I go down? Yeah. Oh, and then you realize like, in the moment you're like, I never came back from San Jose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. This is yeah the Netflix special. Like, <laughs> well, this I'm, is my story. I'm glad, I'm glad you figured that out and that you made it with that DJ and, <laughs> And if ever y'all are in San Jose at 10 p.m., go to Taco. Taco. Yes, Taco. <laughs> That's cool that y'all still have that relationship, too. Yeah, he's a cool guy, man. I, def I definitely appreciate him for just even showing me. Like, he could have just like, ah, get out of here, dude. Like, I don't yeah. know. I'm like, hey, man, you know. No, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I don't know you like that. Have, like, you yeah. have you connected with them and, like, let them know that that, you know, interaction with him led to you starting I don't, this? I don't think or? I've told him that. Like, I just, it was kind of like, I guess I could reach out and let him know. And I haven't told him that. In, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah live right now. Yo, up. what's up, DJ Nico? Hey. DJ Nico, I mean, <laughs> there he is, sir. Yeah. You may, may want to let him know, like, you're in my pitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll probably reach out to him. I have him. I just got to reach out. He's, like, busy. He literally, like, after I followed him, I was like, oh, he's a legit DJ. Like, he's out here making moves, like, traveling from, Dang. like, San Francisco to San Jose and different, like, all over the Bay Area. He's, like, he showed me a lot. So I was like, okay, thanks, man. Like, that's, that, cool. that's the spark. That was the spark of, like, I've always wanted to create something. And, like, I was like, man, like, but it has to be of purpose and of value, like, not just to myself, but to 
other people. And I think that's yeah. when you have that mass benefit of just, uh, I know a lot of people look at money and yeah, that's cool. The, the monetary aspect of it, but like, what are you doing to leave an effect or leave a legacy within a community or culture? Like, I like are that. You, is, is it really good? Like, or are you just doing this just to make money off of a bunch of people? And I yeah. know that's everybody's goal in the long run, but like my, my whole goal is like, yo, like what effect, what legacy do I leave behind? Like, how do I help that? I say, yeah, like I, I added some value while I was here on earth. Like, yeah, I, I think that your, uh, your outlook and your perspective on just like, you know, taking those chances on like, just asking, like you asked two different people, um, what's to, what is there to do? And one of them was a weird route that you decided <laughs> not to go down. But uh, one of them ended up paying off for you. And I think that there's some risk in, in doing those kind of things. So this question is like, now, so that's how you were. As a kid, that's how you are as an adult. And you said that, like, you know, you and your mom have a, a unique relationship probably because of that. Yeah. Uh, so how is it on the other side? Do you see that in your kids, like, that they have that, like, real risky, they'll, they'll take risks and... My my oldest is more reserved. She kind of is like to herself a lot. So, but she she tries things. So I give her that. So she'll yeah. try food and be like, "Well, you said you, you got to try it," and she'll try it. I give her that. My my middle daughter, uh, Callie, she she'll uh, she's the one that I know she'll push boundaries. Like she's only six, and I see her like throughout throughout COVID was a great bonding time with all my kids because like I've I don't think anybody's like lived with their kids in that time frame like you're actually living with them day to day, like while you're working and seeing like real personalities, not just coming home at the end of the day and cooking food and like, Oh, okay. Talk for a little, watch TV and go to bed and yeah. start the whole routine so again. Yeah. yeah. So you're learning them from a different aspect of maybe what their teachers or their friends see. And she was just creating stuff all the time. Like she was finding ways to stay busy. And during that time she was, uh, I think in kindergarten before COVID. So she hasn't really had interaction with people. Like she, she thrives for that. So I can see that in her. She's always reaching out to engage and interact. Hey, I'm doing this. Hey. And she's like making, like taking her mom's makeup, mixing it with lotion, create concocting things. And Dang. it gets kind of messy. I'm like, bro, like you just messed up your <laughs> whole floor in your room. Like I, I was like, go outside at least and do this. Like <laughs> I can't knock you. Cause I don't want to de derail you from like your imagination. Cause sure. that imagination is great. Like I love that to see that. And uh, they both have their own imagination. My oldest, JC, she loves to draw and just go creative. And I just support her. Like, just push it. I think a lot of parents either, like, see their kids, what they appear to be doing weird stuff. And they're like, oh, well, uh, I don't know. Like, how is that going to help them? Like, you never know. And, you, like, you just fostering them helps show that you believe in it. But, like, yeah, my I think the middle one is the one that I see pushing. Because she'll say she's one that, like, pushes back. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do it. I'm like, oh, okay. All I'm right. Well, like, <laughs> and, and, and I think parents have to, like, give kids that right to. Because I think a lot of parents, they shut people down, and that kind of derails people. Like, oh, well, they said I shouldn't, or this, that, and the third. Or, like, they give you an answer. And yeah. you're like, well, you sure? And that changes. It, people don't look at the psychology effect of that. It's like, yo, you're kind of telling your kid, like, they should go another way. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, like, are you sure you don't want to go to bed? Are you sure you don't want to eat that? Or I kind of do, I have a, a twofold with my wife. Like, my wife is like, oh, I told her, like, she'll ask 50 times. Like, are you sure you want to do that? I'm like, she already said no. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's her answer. Like, you have to believe in her faith and her foundation. And, like, even though she's only a little girl, like, that transitions onto adult life. So you have to, like, build that from when they're little and just know, like, yeah, like, that was her answer. She stuck with it. Would you want, 
it, it gets deeper. Like, would you want them saying that if a guy told them that in the future when they're 15 or in their 20s? Like, are you sure? Are you really sure? Are you sure you want? Yeah. And that changes what their answer is. And you're like, yeah. no, like, if that's what your answer is and you're sticking with it, like, that builds on to their life and their lessons in the future. Like, no, this is, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah. This is who I am. I'm going to go down this path. And this is what, I, and just builds that, I don't know. Like, I wish I had, like, that figure or, like, a, older brother i never had an older brother so i was just like figuring out things myself most of the time my yeah. parents were split up so i was just like okay let me figure out how to do this and like i, I don't but i, I want to feed them that when they're younger and yeah she does have that spark so it's just <laughs> like okay you might be a little problem when we're we get a little <laughs> older but yeah like we'll just make it work and I, I think those experiences just help overall you can see the wide spectrum like i have a wide spectrum age of kids and then they have a wide spectrum of personality so yeah you're learning so many different things that you wouldn't um normally yeah that's awesome um it's it's so cool to see like the thing like you see yourself yeah. in your children you know what i mean and 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 yeah like i like to even tell people like don't limit yourself just because you have kids like a lot of people i know like in my peer group they're like I'm a grandpa. I'm like, bro, we're like in our twenties or thirties. Like kids did not stop you. I think they just enhance your experience in life and you learn different things from them, but you still are your own person. Even if you're in a marriage or relationship or you have a family, you still your own person at the end of the day. And you have to feed into yourself too. Like you have to grow yourself because you didn't stop growing your whole life. Like just cause you are in a situation, you have to figure out a way to keep feeding your soul, feeding those creative needs or wants in your life or go down those paths that you, you pick. You could still be a dad. You could still be the husband. You could still be the family, the brother. You could still be Bert or Berto. Like you could still be yourself. Yeah. And still handle all things. I think it just takes sacrifice and just willing to know, like, hey, like I am not just a parent. I am just not that. Like I, it is a part of me, but I'm more than that. Yeah. Um. Thank you for that. Thanks for sharing that. I know. Uh. You know, talking about the personal stuff too. You know, it's not always easy. But thank you. Um. You so. John and I, we've done this, even though this is only episode two, we had a lot of episodes of the coffee club prior. <laughs> and everybody that comes into the studio, John has to give like a tutorial real quick on like how to use the mic and oh. all this stuff. And like, and you just came in and like, we're super comfortable and just came into the studio. So I know it's not your first rodeo in a <laughs> studio. And so I want to talk about that because I don't feel like you talk about that a lot on about your voiceover oh man and wow. <laughs> you know and, and i saw uh you posted a couple of things in the network um and i listened to it and you have a great voice oh thanks like, man. Yeah, yeah you do you do that really well can you talk a little bit about that real yeah. quick tell me why i was bragging about you oh for real so, yeah like over the weekend i was <laughs> like man this guy he did like commercials he's in a tv show it's super cool and i, I thought that was super rad because nah. i like to think that i could do it one day you know maybe yeah. i can but i think like, you can man everybody's voice is unique that's the yeah. thing is like Everybody thinks that they're not good for it, but I'm like, your voice is unique. You might hit a, a vocal tone in somebody's ear, like, dang, he sounds great. You're like, all right, hold, right. Up, wait, hold up, real quick. <coughs> let's hear it. <coughs> now, dude, let's hear it. Dude, give me a little bit of high note. <coughs> yes, now yeah. give me some the low. Oh, hey, yeah. dude, the crowd, the crowd loves it. I love it. Now, I don't mean to derail, but yeah, I mean, you're doing yeah. voiceover work and that's super cool. Yeah, man. Like, like I said, these rabbit holes just take me on journeys that I just don't know. And I'm like uh, some Rick and Morty in a different universe. It's like <laughs> yeah. how I feel sometimes. Shout but, out. <laughs> but, but yeah, so yeah. how did, how did you, how did you even know to get into that or think about that? Um, I was doing like a podcast before and I was like, I've had, I had all the equipment, like the roadcaster and stuff just laying around in the pandemic. And then during the pandemic, the podcast kind of stopped. 
And, um, yeah, just everybody's lives is crazy and all that. So, and yeah, we just moved forward. And then I was like, man, I got all this equipment. Like what else can I do with it? And I'm trying to think of ways I'm just sitting in my room, like, la, 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 like, like what else? And then I, I remembered I had wrote, cause usually I take notes when I talk to people or I put like little tech, I text myself and I just saw one of my friends like, yeah, I'm just trying to do He did like a whole, uh, crowdfunding for like voice acting. I was like, what do you need to do that for? And I was like, what? And then He's like, yeah, I just want to be a voice actor. Like, and then when you start looking at voices, you start thinking like, dang, voices are a part of like a lot of things, like just mm-hmm. commercials, ads, buttons, when you click yeah. something or tones. I'm like, okay, let me look into this. And I started kind of just, um, like I said, I went to Groundlings and then I went to Groundlings Online and Groundlings Online. So like, yeah, voiceover classes and voiceover coaches. And I was like, okay, this is, this is interesting. I was like, so I get to act. But in my house, where nobody sees me, <laughs> yeah. and I could just go crazy, like, yeah, oh, man, it's Slam Grandison. Yeah, like, just kind of go, I could do it and not worry about being on camera. That's, like, um, some of the auditions, you're, like, in front of people, you have to act. And I don't like acting too much all the time. I like to be myself, so, like, that yeah. being in front, like, well, hey, let me slate. My name is Roberto Jolly. And like, I was like, man, like, this is cool. Let me try this. So I just kind of signed up for a Voices.com membership. Kind of expensive, but they had, like, some sale in December. Yeah. And I was like, mm. yeah, I saw your profile. That was really cool. How, like <laughs> you have like your like couple of snippets of what you've done. It's like a portfolio. Yeah, yeah. It's like a just portfolio. So it was just something like I had and my son was just born like on November at that time. So I was like on paternity leave. So I was like, oh, this is my first time ever like having time where it's just like I'm just in the now. Like I don't have to go to work. I don't have to do this. And so I just created that account and then just started practicing like auditioning every yeah. day like random jobs even if I didn't fit the profile I just want to like well let me try like a different accent let me try this and just kind of constantly it's like repetition and I was just having fun with it like I was like okay I could come on here a couple times and do this and then um some of the jobs on like the voices.com they don't tell you what it is for so you just go all out like the way I look at it is like you never know who's watching you never know who's on the other end yeah and like I ended up doing jobs for like internal for DuckDuckGo and internal for Google and Adobe Live Nation. I'm like, mm, this is cool. Like, okay. So yeah. I was like, I wish I would have known this like 10 years ago. I would have like <laughs> actually like stuck to doing this because I could do this from my house. Like any kid could like literally have, everybody has like pod and live streaming setups. Like you can literally do this and make money at your house. That's awesome. Yeah. And then the way, like even like the kids cartoon show, like it just said like, yo, audition for this like baseball character um for and it gave you like 10 lines like seven lines and you're like mm. i was like the character looked pretty cool like it doesn't look how it looks on the show now but like i was like whatever i was like yeah. let's just do it just do a couple takes send it to him and they're like hey yeah we liked you can you do this like samuel jackson voice i was like ah, i could try and then they're like never mind we just like your regular voice <laughs> i was like okay cool um so i go with that and then when you come like you're on zoom meeting and then it's like i i I screenshot the Zoom meeting so I can know who's in the room so I can mm-hmm. go back and research because I think a lot of people don't do research. Like, you need to research your audience, know your market, know where you're going so you can kind of hit those. And some of the directors in there were from Shopkins or Lego China, and I was like, okay, this is this is pretty interesting. Like, these are big people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, okay. And you just audition, do a couple episodes, and you're like, okay, I don't know. I don't. They were like, this is just a pilot. Okay. And then I, like, look, and then they launch it. Um, the episode, I think, comes out tomorrow. It'll be Friday it'll come out and it, it um it's on moose Tube mania and that's how I, I ended up doing that and they're like yeah we like you you want to do a couple more characters i was like okay this is cool more characters awesome yeah that's and so then, sweet yeah, yeah that's so and, rad and you just get to like have fun like screaming and you practice dying like dying voices and like yelling are probably like the worst because you're like 
exerting so much. Like, ah, oh, oh, <laughs> like you're trying to imagine like getting hit. And I think that's the fun part of it is diving down that. And you don't know where it's going to come. And, that, and that's what I liked about it. I was like, I don't know where this is going, but uh, yeah. whatever, I'm down for the ride. And then that's how the Pop-Tarts one came up. Like it literally was audition like I did like in March. Yeah. And it was like, they're like okay, cool. We're going to do this and we're going to pitch it to like the creative company. I'm like, that's what's up. They paid me like a couple, like a couple hundred dollars. I was like, okay. And then a month later, hey, yeah, so we're gonna pitch this to uh, Kellogg's. I was like, okay, yeah, we're gonna put you in a studio, and then this and this. And I was like, and they found a studio here in San Antonio. Really? Put me in, paid for the studio time. Like you get, they pay the studio, and then they pay you to be in the studio too, for whatever hours, and then you get paid for like when it launches or when it airs. But yeah, it was just the whole experience. Like I didn't know that was coming. Like I just I worked like as if it was a good job. Like I think you should treat all things in your life like it is something because in a sense it, it seems little but like these are things that you're leaving behind like this is content like my grandkids could come pull up if their youtube is around then but like they yeah. could pull up and see like yeah my grandpa was here he did this and this is that's how i look at things on life like i'm leaving a legacy for somebody because i don't i didn't have like a legacy to look up to and i i want that for my kids and like just to show like yo just try like you don't know where this could take you yeah just that's go out so and try cool. and yeah that's a pop tarts thing i was just like okay this is like Crazy good, like that. It just, I just wanted to have fun. And, hey, that, and wait, then, one more time, crazy good. Dang, <laughs> dude, I want a pop tart right now. <laughs> yeah. But the cool thing is, is like you do great. So I'm a big believer, and this comes from what my my last job is like. Can you sign your name on the work that you did? Like at the end of the day, are you comfortable signing your name on like what you did for that day? Definitely. And that, yeah, I think that kind of goes along with what you're saying. And yeah, and then last year, I mean, if you look at like what happened uh, last year, the gig economy grew up crazy. Like it blew up. And like I jumped into the Fiverr community. I'm doing jobs for like radio drops and little companies, like their brands. And like this is their brand. And I'm like, I don't care if you're paying me 30 bucks. Like I'm going to treat this like this is my brand because this is a reflection of you. Like you're trying to sell a product, you're trying to sell somebody. Yeah. Like I don't care. Like a lot of people in the, some of the voiceover communities are like, oh, well, that's like, cheap work and that's just whatever and i'm like i'm having fun either way and then you're paying me on top of that for five or ten minutes of me recording this for you like and i'm just a raw guy like so i'm just gonna go and give you a raw file give you a couple takes and hey man like this might help your business expand and you'll come back to me later and you might expand to a big enterprise and be like hey you want to be a voice like i I want you to i want to treat you the same way as if like this was my name and it is my name going on this like this is content that you're gonna put for your audience your group and they might like come back. I don't know. I just look at it like you have to treat people no matter what level they're on in their life. Like, like they're adult, like they're a professional, even if they may not seem it like, Oh yeah, they only have like a hundred Instagram followers or whatever. Like, no, like it, the potential is always there. Yeah. So treat everybody with the same respect and just give them the same energy. Like no matter what aspect. And that's how I go out with all that work. And then those, that Fiverr community is crazy. Like those guys make like, there's guys in there that make like 15 grand a month just doing voiceover work. Really? 10 to 15 grand a month. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, I just do this. Like, I stopped working a year and a half ago. I went into this full time. I'm like, oh, y'all are making money like this? Like, y'all are just, <laughs> yeah, like like, you're just at home. Like, one guy's like, yeah, like, my days just are, like, I work from 9 to 12, have lunch, and then, you know, 1 to 3, and then I'm done. I'm like, okay. That's another Dang. stream of income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, 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 it all ties back to your brand. Like, what are you leaving out there? And then these, these tidbits or things that I do kind of come back to me either way, like, you're gonna. I'm gonna hit a different target segment of people and show them like, oh dang, you're not just doing this. Or hey, you could be a businessman. You can make merch. You could do voiceover. You could have your own company, your own app. And it comes back and just uh, elevates and shows like even people like that I grew up with. They don't. 
I, I grew up in like the northeast of El Paso and different sides of town that are not known for like people coming out of those areas like being great or doing great things. But I just want to show like, yo, like if you really like just change your mindset and just focus on something, you can be different. And we all came from the same area. Like I didn't really have no assistance like to help me push further. Like, hey, go down this path or here's a bunch of money and go do that. Like I just figured out a way and just put my head down. And I knew like you just have to have a goal and like that North Star and just keep looking at it. And like, that's where I want to be. Like there's a mountain here. I'm climbing that going over the river. Yep. Going through that desert, going through the cave. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, it's getting closer. It's kind of far, but it's getting closer. You just have to go down those journeys, and it's not its not going to be the easiest. Like, it's not going to be handed to you. Like, yeah. nothing in life will be. So, that's, that's how. Yeah, that, that's super inspiring to hear that, like, um, money isn't the only thing that, that you're looking at. Like, if you don't make money off of something, you find other things that you are able to benefit, whether it's sharing time or energy with somebody, gaining knowledge. Yeah, it's always like giving that. back, man. It's always about giving back. Like money, t- money is cool. You could you could do so much with money. Uh, I've had like a big chunk of money. I mean, and I spent it. I bought all the stuff I wanted. Like I bought everything. Like <laughs> any sh- pairs of shoes, the Yeezys, whatever. Bought the watches. But at the end of the day, you're like, okay, like what's next? Like, yeah, that's it's cool in that in that moment. And then when you realize when you don't have something and then when you get it, you're like, okay, like that was a cool moment or experience, but like, what else can I do? Like, even now I try to like give back to the community. I go to like, um, this little community at, uh, what is it? The well covenants church. Like they have a, a group of kids, uh, called lit. They're lit leaders in training. And I just give time to them just showcasing. Like they just want somebody there just to like, listen to them, be there yeah. for them. Show that case. I, I do an annual boat party. Like, I throw a party on Lake Travis. It's a party barge. I do that. I rent hey, one out. Every, yeah. Hey, if y'all want, yeah. All, all, the, <laughs> all, the, all the money from that goes to, like, charity. Like, the first year we did, uh, we raised mo- uh, money for communities in school, San Antonio. Hey. Gave it back. and like That's that, awesome. And the, the whole thing came because I'd never been on a bo- party barge or I was never invited. So I just created my own party. I'm yeah. like, well, every year I'm going to give money and give back because I felt like I got to a point in my life, like, I've got a lot of things and, other people could do it, and this year we're doing it July 31st. It'll be our first midnight swim type of thing from, like, 7 to 11. But, yeah, we got two party barges. The first one's almost full, so if y'all want to hit me up, hit me up. Dang. But, yeah, the second one is going to open up. up. And we just give back. Like, this year we're, I'm picking, like, one of my friends. They have a um, group called uh, Project Help SA, and they, they meet up and come downtown and give out food, give out clothes and things like that to the people in need. And um, their Instagram is we are Project Help S or Pro- we are Project Help, and yeah, they just give back. And like that weekend, the thirty first, I'm planning to do that and raise the money. And then they're having a back to school drive that following weekend, so I want to deliver them whatever amount we make. The proceeds go to that, and this goes that back to just helping the community. Like that's that's literally what I'm all about. Like I've yeah. never had a community in my life. Like I had my core family, but like I've always just wanted to be a part of a community. And I was like, why don't I just create it? Like just create your own community and like yeah. Don't wait. Just create your own thing. Like, I don't know. I never rode a boat. I was like, I'm going to get a boat and just, yeah. like, do it. Like, figure Your it respect, out. respect, man. That's so awesome. Yeah, I love how, you know, you took something that was, like, a something that you wanted to do for yourself, which is party on a boat, <laughs> and uh, turned it into, it seems like you always go back to, like, how are people going to remember me, my legacy, What was what's my mark going to be on this earth? And it's so cool how you changed that kind of selfish thing that I want to party on a boat into like, how can I do this, but give back and have other people do this with me? Yeah. So that's it's really just cool. creating those experiences. Like I think the first boat party we had, 
in 2019, it was like people from Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, and they never met each other. So people were like, oh, is this going to be weird? And then once everybody starts vibing and they network, like, oh, we have commonalities or, oh, they, and out of that grew like a lot of friendships. Like they yeah. all hang out by themselves or they like saw different business opportunities or there's relationships that came out of it. Yeah. Girls and like, oh, I've, I've met my boyfriend two years ago on your boat. I was like, oh, that's crazy. Like y'all are still dating. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Like I was like, that's wild. But well, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> you put a bunch of people on a boat. You kind of don't yeah, have a gotta, choice. You got to <laughs> You got to talk. You, you got to mingle. Yeah. So it, it just, I mean, when those environments are there, like you're, you're, you're creating a pot and you don't, I don't know, you're mixing it like sugar spice, everything nice. And you just, yeah. whatever comes out of it is, is going to be great. I think if you go in the, with the right intentions, the right vibes, like, Hey, we're here to have fun and we're here to give back and you know, just have fun and meet people. You never yeah. know what you might take away from somebody. So that's all, it's all about that. Like just building that and coming out of that. Hashtag yeah. be helpful. There it is, dude. Yes, sir. Right there. It's one of our core values. Um, I think we're, we're coming up on time, okay. but, uh, I want to ask you one more question. I ask this to everybody. So what advice would you give yourself back? Let's go to uh, you just had the conversation in Thailand and you just got back to the States. Y'all are going to go half in on this thing in Bootstrap eVentures. What advice do you wish somebody would have given you or that you could give somebody who's in that position? Oh, man, that's that's a good question. Um I think during that time, I, th I think it's just kind of like I would tell you to like to believe in yourself more, to know that you um, the information is out there. You have to go for it, because I think sometimes we waited around like, oh, well, we'll wait for this person. Like you can't wait. Like you have yeah. to just go like you can't just wait. You can't and don't depend on anybody like you, there's going to be a lot of people out there that say they're going to help you take their word for a grain of salt. They, they might. They might not. Don't yeah. don't rely your whole business or what pushing yourself forward on somebody else. Like you really have to put that weight on your shoulders and carry it forward. Like you like for me, I waited for my friend to get by and like I probably should have just did that earlier. I probably could have did it, but I was just like, man, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of this. But in, in life, like everything takes sacrifice and it takes that time. Like you got to like take on this in yourself and just push and believe in what you got. So I would just say, like, do all the research you can do more research and just keep pushing yourself forward. Cause yeah, there was a lot of things that I didn't know and it did cost us some, but yeah, like that's cause you don't know, but yeah, you, you have to search and don't take um thing for what, like the face value, like certain things you can save money on by just doing a couple of hours more research. Yeah. Like yeah. some legal fees or legal thing. You're like, Oh, well, I'll pay for somebody to do this. And you're like, I gave him $3,000 and I could have saved that if I just did this, fill out this paperwork by myself. Like, yeah, take the time to learn, every aspect of your craft and just like really dig in. Yeah. It's going to suck. There's going to be late nights. There's going to be confusion, but if you keep digging, you're going to eventually learn and understand how to navigate this world that you're getting in. And even then you're still not going to navigate at the best, but you're, you're taking one step forward and people, I think people respect that more, like in a sense, like, dang, you really just dove in and you like learn this process. And that's when people start reaching back because they know you took that journey. They know, that it seemed impossible, but like, oh, a guy that I know or a girl that I know really went down that path. Yeah. And yeah, like you, you have that to leverage and give back to your friends. Like, hey, if you do do that, come back. Like I just had a friend call me last night just on his uh, real estate business. He's like, I know you do websites. I know you created different websites and things like that. Like what's the best route? And, and those little things mean a lot because that, yeah. that means they trust you to like get your advice for your their business that they're trying to start for their brand or whatever they're trying to do. So yeah, yeah, believe in yourself and just – Keep pushing and keep learning. Keep keep searching and keep learning. Right on. 
Yeah, that's that's awesome. I got multiple takeaways from <laughs> from today, and hey. yeah, man, I I really really appreciate you coming. No, down. anytime. I appreciate y'all just giving me the opportunity just to talk with y'all, and learn more, and um, yeah, hopefully y'all took away from this. I definitely always just appreciate everybody giving me the time just to listen to me. I mean, we got we got believe in yourself, don't stop learning, and then y'all heard it here first, folks, from from Berto himself, <laughs> redefining what it means to take an L. Yes, is get that lesson. Get in. the lesson from the L. That's, Definitely, that's right. That's right. That's man, I love up. it, man. Take us away, John. For sure. Well, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Berto. Yeah, uh, how do people find you? Where do where do people download Eventures? So, Eventures is on the App Store for Google and Android. E V N T U R E S, and you can find me on social media at Berto Boucher. Kind of play on Waterboy, uh, Bobby Boucher, but hey. Berto Boucher. B O B E R T O B O U S H A E. I love it, man. Well, thank you again for being here. We'll see y'all next week, Thursday, 9.30 a.m. every week. Also, if you want to see Berto pitch eVentures, come and hang out at Legacy Park, July 21st, uh, downtown San Antonio. Take it easy, everybody. Yes. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one.